So there are certain individuals out there that feel that their pants need to sort of restrict blood flow. Hang on. Welcome to episode 27 of Hang On, the podcast. I like this. This is your first idea I've ever liked. <laughs> What's your price? We'll call it, we'll call it this segment. What's your price? Okay. How so how much would I pay for a good or service? No, 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 no. What's your price? You start a business and it's successful and someone comes and offers to buy you out. Oh, how much do I need to say, yeah, I'm out? Yeah. I think based on looking at the math, my first company, I would need to make enough money so that I could sell it get out and never have to work again and have a pretty good lifestyle. So you need a few mil and then hoping that whatever interest rate saves you from economic growth. And do you try to like work in some sort of royalties of some sort or like what's your, you know? It definitely depends. If I'm selling an item, yeah, sure. Royalties sound great. But I have a feeling I, I would be the one selling like a storefront or, 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 <laughs> just leave the dog in. <laughs> just let people know the struggle. <laughs> yeah, enough to retire and whatever my next project is. Have enough money to get that off the ground. So what about kinda, you? I kind of feel like it depends, you know? So the two business ideas, so this is episode 23, but there's only really been two business it's ideas. It's 27. Before. <laughs> so 27. Um, so the two business ideas before, so like the, the planes, tanks, you know, all that good jazz. I don't know if I would sell out of that one. Like, cause that would be something I would enjoy doing kind of regardless. I don't want to say regardless of how much money I made, but you know, I would keep doing that for not a ton of money because it would be enjoyable. Like LSD planet dating app. I, I would sell out of that. You know, I would sell out of that. Yeah, I agree. If it if it's something where I would get a lot of value out of still owning the company, maybe it's a little bit intangible. Hang on to it or a part of it or work out some kind of deal where you can hang on to it. But otherwise, I'm out. I'm on to the next idea. Yeah, Audi 3000, yeah. Yeah, everything's going to fail every time. Yeah, and like that's the point. It's like you got to know when to get out. You know, and I think that would be the part that would be hard because it would be sickening to sell out for, you know, 5 or $10 million dollars. And you're like super excited because you got five or ten million dollars. And don't get me wrong, five or ten million dollars, nothing to scoff at. More than probably any of the three of us will ever have because we're sitting here doing a podcast. <laughs> but um, you know, and then your company that you sold for five or ten million dollars five years down the road is now worth you know two hundred, three hundred million dollars. You know that would be that would be enough to be the plot of Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually. The guy who invented Victoria's Secret, I think he sold it for like $5 million and then committed suicide 10 years later when it was worth like $1 billion. So I don't know. Maybe we can get some research on that, but I'm pretty certain that's a true story and I didn't just make it up. So. Well, so the interesting part about that is maybe he worked in an agreement where he could be at the original store still. So he just sold, you know, Victoria's Secret items at the store and they moved on Yeah. and opened a million stores yeah. and he's still stuck at the same one like. You know, yeah. this so, isn't going anywhere. Speaking of Victoria's Secret, what an interesting, 
like how they have I want to say a monopoly on like imagine if there was a store that had a monopoly on men's underwear you know what I'm saying and you had to go to that store like to get what it that really feels yeah. like a segue into <laughs> our sponsor this week which we don't have yeah it really does <laughs> so anyway today's uh, business word of the week uh, intellectual property uh and, and what is intellectual property? I clearly don't know because uh, we're doing this podcast. So intellectual property is clearly defined as anything you hear on a podcast, and then you go out and make a million dollars, and you have to pay the people on the podcast for what, the idea. Fifteen percent, I think, is what. It, yeah. It's a legally minimum fifteen percent. Is that is that binding in some states? Like since we said it here, and like yes. if you're listening, is that binding? In- it's also international yeah is, that, uh, is so, that a verbal contract yeah also if you click google translate it's a contract <laughs> <laughs> for all of our german listeners out there <laughs> sprechen sie deutsch <laughs> man we i are. hope there's one german guy who's putting this in google translate like right. oh this is gold it's just if they would just stop laughing so much it'd be an appreciable <laughs> podcast <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, anyway, moving on. So, speaking of underwear, I have an idea, not a business, but an item that would be great on one of those late night infomercials. Okay. It is a jock strap with a shape on it. Hmm. So, there are certain individuals out there that feel that their pants need to sort of restrict blood flow. (laughs) 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 Oh. <laughs> so there's <laughs> so <laughs> it's really in fashion right now to not have a hundred percent blood flow going into your upper thighs. That's definitely true. One hundred percent. Across the board, I mean, and across the generations. I mean So it's a chalk strap <laughs> that we'll say either has a built in plate. So this device is something that gives you support and comfort and confidence. Okay. Now I'm out. You're out. Yeah, I'm out. But you didn't even get to see the shapes and sizes. Okay, what are, what are the shapes and sizes here? Are they colored? They smell? Are they, like, flavored? No, 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 no. It's just sort of like an indent to, like, let people know that you're definitely afraid to show them the real bits. Okay. Now I'm out. You don't think these would sell? What kind of comical? So we're talking obviously, yeah, or subtle. Okay, no, I'm out. (laughs) Awesome. What would be the name of it? I don't have any idea. I don't even have a good pun for it. I had an idea for family visits, because most of the time, if you have a spare bedroom, you just have a bed in there, and you just hope someone comes to visit you. And when they do, you're great. You have that bed in there. But otherwise, you'd rather have a desk or something. I talk to people like this. I talk to people about this all the time. I'm like, why are you going to make a spare bedroom so somebody can use it the, you know, one week collectively out of the year that you're going to have a spare bedroom? Like, I feel like it's such a waste. So my idea is simply a moving company that when your parents are coming in town, they show up at your house, they move your office and desk furniture out. They bring you in Maybe a bed, like a pod or something, like a pod or like a storage unit type thing, or a climate controlled. Yeah, absolutely. That way, when your family comes in town, you got the room for them. You'll save on the hotel bills. 
and your family gets to stay with you at home. I actually really like this idea. So you get, I, I like this. This is your first idea I've ever liked. <laughs> <laughs> he's just—he's not talking about if, three podcasts yeah, either. If you could see—if like, you could see my face, this is six months of listening to this guy. This is the first idea I've ever liked. <laughs> no, this one has wheels. <laughs> I'm in. Yes. All right. So. <laughs> All right, yeah, so you so you have your normal room, and you put whatever you want in there, like so your home office, your game room, your, your dog's sex room, your, yeah. yeah, your sex swing, like whatever you want. Um, for the sex dungeon, do they offer like an additional service to like clean? Actually, that, regardless of sex dungeon or game room or whatever, should have a... I feel like that's the same cleaning product. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the same contaminant. But yeah. uh, so... They come in, they move all your stuff out, pack it up, move it out, clean, and then move in. Ooh, here's a question, all right? Yeah. Do these people just have, like, a warehouse of, like, bedroom furniture and bedroom stuff that they move in? You, like, pick it out on you the internet. You have two options. Or do One. you I, – so I like this option better. I'm just going to stop you here because yeah. my, my idea is better. Um, so – you don't actually own the bedroom furniture, okay? Not necessarily. No, no, no. You don't. Okay. Well, that'd be stupid. Why would you own bedroom furniture if you didn't need it? Like, It's also a way to get rid of a mattress. Well, you could donate or sell it. I don't know. Ooh, what do you think about something where when your parents are coming in town, you know how your mom likes it super soft, but like your brother needs like a medium firmness? Be able to select what mattress. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So like yeah. when you go on and you book this, you... Select the date, so it's going to be online or on the app or online or whatever. You're going to select a date that you want them to come move your room out, and then you're going to select what type of bed you want, what size bed you want, what mattress you want. It's all going to be a la carte too. So like, what size? Fresh sheets. You know, they're going to have like fresh laundered seat sheets, so you can pick them up. That way, when your in-laws come in town, right, you can every time they'll have maybe like new sheets or new design, and they're they're going to think that you have you know that you're constantly remodeling the spare bedroom for them. That's true. Or they've, they've heard of this wildly successful app that we can't. Yeah. I mean, with. at that point, but still, I like that idea. That way you don't have to go out and spend the money. Cause like a bedroom, like even a cheap bedroom suit, like with all the stuff and like comforter and mattress, a decent mattress and sheets and pillows and all that stuff. You're going to spend thousands. Yeah. $1,500. I'm going to say is the cheapest, you know what I'm saying? And then you got your parents sleeping on some shitty mattress you bought at the, the uh, used consignment mattress store or the like Goodwill store. Right. And I found it on, outside like, yeah, on my neighbor's Yeah, they're sleeping by. on. It hadn't rained yeah. yet. They're sleeping on sheets from Walmart. Nothing against Walmart. I don't know. Can we say? Well, anyway. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's the cheapest bed you could find. Here, they're going to get, you know, a king size bed instead of that twin that you're trying to make your six foot three dad sleep on. Yeah. And you don't have to pay for it. I mean, you're paying for it by the week or by the month. Or however long they're going to be there, the day or the week, but you're not having to invest that you know fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred dollars off the bat to buy this bedroom suit that you're not going to buy, and you get to use your house. I'm also thinking about the the couples that are getting a little bit older and they have kids that have kids. So hey, you don't have a crib in your house? That's normal, right? Hey, wouldn't it be nice if you had the crib there? We could tack on a crib fee, 
Or if you got a bunch of kids coming up to visit, you got 32 grandchildren, we'll do bunk beds. We'll have things that bunk you beds. wouldn't. Maybe you could even include in like things that you'd like to have in. Now we're just turning into renter center, but this is a little bit different. So yeah, it's delivered. Like maybe like your grandparents, right? And you're, you know, you want the bunk beds or the crib or whatever the case may be. And maybe you get like um like some uh, TV with like some video game stuff because your grandparents, you guys don't have video game stuff or like toys or you know random things. I feel like that would be a little bit harder to do and wouldn't be like the initial launch, but definitely down the road you could start adding in things like that. So let's say this takes off, right? Right. Yeah, you know, million users. Because I actually, I really like that idea. Because how many people have bought a three-bedroom house when they really only needed a two-bedroom, but they wanted to turn one bedroom into an office, and but they also wanted to have a spare bedroom. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Like that happens. I feel like all the time. So does this change the, like, have a drastic change on the housing market? in an area where this is popular. So where three bedrooms become five, almost unsellable. Yeah. And like now two bedrooms are all the rage. I mean, that's interesting, right? I feel like anytime your family comes in town or even a friend, you're not going to use that room for, for a, you know, if it's a den or if it's an office, you're probably going to not use it for that, for that weekend. Yeah. What if also kind of even bring, taking it further, you're going to have a get-together, a dinner party, or a, you know, a soiree of sorts. A bojangler, maybe, at your, uh, at your place. And you need extra beds? Plus- no, 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 no. <laughs> but why, don't, why, do people, why are people leery of throwing parties at their homes? Because people tear up shit. Oh, that's yeah. true. So now I don't want my nice this company comes in, puts up all your stuff, boxes it up, puts it stores it where it's not going to get messed up in like a climate controlled container or something and then brings in tables and couches and stuff that's party friendly that's like cheap and who cares it's not yours and there you maybe have some insurance on it and stuff like that and they bring in glassware and bars and like all Speakers the stuff that you need to, yeah all Everything the stuff you that need you to need throw to the rager that you've always yeah. wanted and then when you're done, they come by, they clean it up, and they bring all your furniture back. And now you're – it's like you're getting multiple homes by only owning one – or multiple apartments or homes by only owning one apartment or home. And nobody would ever do that if they had to move the furniture. But if yeah. somebody was going <laughs> to come do it for me and then bring it back, totally would do that. Oh, for a small yeah. premium? Like how long would it take two guys in a truck? That's, oh, a, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a business. That's also random. Two individuals <laughs> – and a motor vehicle to move stuff out of a single room and then bring stuff back in. Yeah, obviously, depending on what you want. I mean, I feel like that could, couldn't take more than, like, two hours at the most, but, like, more than likely in most um, in most cases, it's probably going to be a 45-minute job to move the stuff out. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe an hour and a half, two hours total, but I feel like... I would pay a couple hundred bucks for that service because it's not something I'm going to be using all the time. And if I, my, my in-laws are coming into town, right? Yeah. I don't have in-laws, but in this magical world I do. My in-laws are coming into town. They can spend, you know, $200 a night on a hotel. And now I feel weird. Do I pay, do I help pay for the hotel? Do I invite them to stay even though I don't have a spare bedroom and then like sleep on the air? You know, what how does that work or i pay three hundred dollars 
and they have a place to sleep for an entire week. Yeah, exactly. In my house. Yeah, and since it's done so quickly, if you needed to use that office, let's say Monday evening, easily show up Monday and have everything swapped out. Yeah, maybe you charge a little extra for like same day service kind of thing. Absolutely. If you could push it to Tuesday, save yourself a couple bucks, and then also have cleaning services in the beginning and after, right? Because if we're sending somebody out there to clean before and after. Yeah. Hey, let's hit the so whole house a, real and quick. And that's like a an added benefit. And maybe you could even select that. Like, hey, off. I've got the perfect name for it. Hang on. Okay, but that's like an added benefit. You know, you get you can also do a cleaning service. So like you just want the room that you're talking about clean before and after, you know, that's this premium. If you want to go ahead and give your entire house, you know, a quick scrub, that's another premium. Now, do you think this would oh, I, have a spare room in your house where you would keep empty and then swap things in and out as you need? I feel like some people could possibly do that. I feel like that's kind of not the purpose. The purpose is you get to make the room whatever it is that you want the room to be. And then you get the added benefit of it being a spare bedroom. Um, but I feel like that is a possibility. You could just have a room that you had empty and then you kind of made it what was, you know, one good thing about this idea, this idea, I feel like, especially compared to the other, well, at least the planes, trains and tanks idea, um, this would be a really cheap startup. Yeah, you would I mean, need... If you did it on a small scale and you weren't trying to do it like full time as your like main source of income and you were just trying to do it kind of like, you know. Yeah, it lends itself side, to the weekend. I feel like it would be a very easy, and maybe you would start it as part of a moving company. Actually, here's a shout out to all the people who have moving <laughs> companies out there. You're already set up to do this. Add this to your repertoire this like this would complement your business perfectly it would be easy to do it'd be easy to set up you already have the equipment you already have the personnel you already have space the only thing you'd really need to do is get storage space which i feel like wouldn't be really hard to do and maybe even you could give them the option of like i said like the pods idea where they even keep their stuff on site you know like in the driveway or the backyard or side yard yeah, or something so like that so if they needed to go get something from in there or wanted to go or right. Like, or just the, you know, the ease and the. Yeah. If you've got some expensive the comfort equipment. of having it right there. Yeah. Or you could store it somewhere else in the house. Like, hey, if you have a set downstairs in your basement and it's just too heavy to bring up the stairs, it's a service where we help fill out the parts you don't have and supplement the parts you do have. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. But in-law suite name. What do you think? In-law suite name. No, no. That's the name. In-law suite. Ooh. Yeah, because I feel like your in-laws are the ones that visit more than your actual family for some reason. It'd be good for friends and stuff. The problem with friends is like most of the time when your friends come up. <laughs> he does not I've like I've been you. in his space. Yeah. No, of course not. Yeah, he has no problem with Hashem. He just I wasn't doesn't a, like you. I wasn't a dog guy three years ago, and I got a dog like two years ago. Maybe he smells guy. your dog. Maybe that's what it Ooh. is. Yeah, the Yorkie smell. Yeah. It's very Oh, he doesn't like Yorkies. Really? I don't know. I just oh. made that up. <laughs> but what's the name of this? You don't like in-law suite. Or wait, is that what I call it? Yeah, the in-law suite. I think because like, that's what people call it when you have like you're advertising a house, and it has like a spare room like above the garage or like an attic or in... Like or like a, a single studio attached. From yeah, house, or like if you have like a little house 
whatever cottage thing you want to call it, you know, out in the backyard, they always will call it like the in-law suite. Um, so that's kind wife of, swap. No room no. swap. No, I like swap. I feel like room swap is already a like in that. Is that a game show? No, that's rooms to go. Sorry, not room swap. Rooms to go. So this feels so like. What if you? Would you also have people, and would you maybe offer this? Um, and I'm not like I said, not trying to do like a rent a center here, right? But like, let's say you have people who just they like constantly kind of like updating their look and updating their furniture and stuff like that, and they actually, or maybe they're temporarily living somewhere, like they're yeah, living like, somewhere for like three or four months, and they rented out this apartment, or you're an apartment, you're like a landlord, and you want to furnish this apartment, and you kind of want to keep, but you don't want to um, tie up the money, the investment to um, purchase all the furniture to purchase yourself. all the furniture, maybe you could use some service like this as well. Well, I do know that for some apartments, uh, companies can contract out to have it furnished. Well, yeah, or but, staged. I mean, but that's, but that's like, ooh. And another thing I haven't even thought about for this too, you're a realtor, right? And you're trying to sell a house. What looks better, a house that's empty, or a house that has nice furniture that like shows how it could be decorated? I think one step farther, the realtor tells, figures out who's looking at the house and what they're into and then change the style based on that because your yeah. inventory is going to be so yeah, large. Yeah. And that's what I was talking about. Kind of like all of these things that we're talking about exist as businesses already. Like there are companies that go in and set up houses with furniture for realtors. There are people who have furnished apartments. There are, there's places like Rent-A-Center or whatever the case may be. But this is more of a like a temporary thing or like I said, the biggest thing is you want to use your room for a game room 50 out of 52 weeks of the year. And those two weeks you want it turned into a guest bedroom and you can do that. And like, let's say you're having, you know, someone in your family is getting married and you have a lot of family in town and you want to turn like your entire house into just, you know, your living room and your, all of your bedrooms and your, all your rooms into just bedrooms and places for people to stay or, no bedrooms and places for people to come and like you know congregate and stuff like that um that's what this is really for but i could see many many uses for it um like you said the realtor thing the furnished apartment thing or the person who's like man i really kind of like to try new things with my furniture and like i get tired of stuff and i want to constantly kind of update my look and update my furniture but i don't want to constantly spend the thousands of dollars on furniture to I, I also like this Ooh. idea as like an argument settler where you and your significant other want the room to be a thing so you could try it out for a couple weeks. What if you had like a club where you're like... Like a dance club. No, no, no. 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 Uh, like a... Like a membership club. You know, they have all these clubs with the boxes where they send you different, like, watches okay, monthly, or monthly, monthly subscription. subscription. Yeah. Maybe monthly is too soon or, like, too quick, but, like, every two or three months. Or month, maybe you could choose, but where every month or so they come in and redecorate a room in your house. And you could get to choose which room that is. So it's, like, living room or bedrooms or whatever the case may be. That way you're house always has a new look that you're um kind of going with you know who this would be great for would be like instagram bloggers and people like that you know or, very similar to that is if you had a profile and to pick on sleep number like if you like the 55 setting so you're right in the middle 
you could tell them, hey, I know you're using the app. I prefer this brand of bed because I've had it before and I've slept really, really great on it. That way you get to pick out what you're walking into. So like if you're an, uh, like a parent and you're visiting your four kids once a week, you could tell them, hey, this is the bed I want, have it staged at your house. And they're more than welcome to oblige because hotels are so expensive and they get their office the other 50 whatever weeks of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said, I think there are a ton of uses for this. I think the main one would, like you said, be people who are going to visit family or, uh, I mean, children or family, but like family or friends from out of town. And instead of paying for a, and you know what? Let's say I was coming, let's say you lived out of town. I was coming to visit you. And you were like, hey, you can stay at my place and we'll use this app, right? And maybe similar to Uber, you could do like split the cost. So like you could send me, you know, half the price. And I'm like, what's three, you know, $500 for the four days I'm going to be there to split this room. So I can spend 250 bucks, split it, and it's still cheaper than a hotel would be for those four or five days. Oh, absolutely. And I can have it exactly like I want. Like you said, I can have it with the bed that I want. I can pick out the, the sheets that I want, the pillows that I want, the whatever I want, you know? Exactly. Hang on. Thank you for listening to our show. To participate, send your comments or business ideas to thehangonpodcast at gmail.com. Keep us motivated by subscribing to us on YouTube and iTunes. And tell a friend. This is The Hang On Podcast. It was an honor. See you next week.